Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Thank you. And, you know, I ain't been through. I can tell you right now, I don't look like what I've been through. So I have to give God praise. See, sometimes in our lives that we carry around so much baggage or so many things that we, I mean, life can get to you. But you know what? Sometimes you got to praise God because you know what? There are people who ain't here no more. There are people who went through the same thing I went through, and they still crazy as a bitch book. Look, you got to understand who God is. You have to understand the concept. God is such an infinite God, and you just got to give him praise. I can tell you I lost my mind, and he gave it back. That's a true story, but, you know, some people ain't ready for that testimony. There are other testimonies I had when I had vertigo real bad, and when I used to walk with my head down, and now I really can't walk with my Look, I can't even put my neck down. My neck won't even allow me. Once, won't even allow me to put my head down because life had got to me. If you really want to hear a summary of my story, I was in my mid to late 30s, and I'm crying out to God something's wrong because I'm supposed to, because things was never going right. And God took me through a storm, through, ooh, a couple of them. I went through a lot. <laughs> and it didn't go through it like, you know, most people say. I wasn't, I would have to say, I probably wasn't in a backslidden state. I'm going to say that. But I'm going to also say I went through it with Christians. That I didn't get my hurt from, look, I have to be honest. I didn't get my hurt from the world. I got my hurt from Christians. And sometimes that, uh, that's hard for us to comprehend because, we will assess certain things to the church when it's really just people. People who are hurting can hurt other people. We heard that so much. But, see, what we have to understand that we got to love like we're not hurt. We got to act like not what we've been through. But we got to also sometimes we don't even know why we act the way we act. But that's what trauma comes in. And we never realize what trauma that we have been through. We don't realize the stuff that we went through can affect us in so many ways. And, you know, it's not until it's not until we find out how um, we find out how how things interact or we'll never think about how how certain things um, affect us. So I want to this summer detox series is very true to true in my heart because the things I want to the things I want to show to everyone tonight and during the coming weeks, these are things that I learned through this, learned through these set of teachings. I had to learn it the hard way. So I want to tell y'all, trust me, some of these I learned how I learned it the hard way, but I learned it and God gave me such a wonderful gift. So I hope that everybody can take nuggets from this lesson to release the pain from the past. You know, I have a, Release the pains from your past. That it can give you new hope. That that everything that we're going to go through, or the some of the books that we're going to go through, you know, I hope and I pray that these lessons that we're going in the next couple of weeks 
will give you a brand new you that will release, unleash blessings that you never see in your life. And you never even thought you had these things in your life. But I've come to tell you that God has a will and a way and a plan for our lives. And I'm coming here to tell you that don't, if you feel distressed or disturbed or you have some things that you can't let go, fear not. God will help you let go of them each and every time. You just got to seek him. And that's what these, um, you know, these uh, lessons is about. Uh since this is more like this summer, and then we'll, we'll go into prayer. Since these are more life application, I will give you a few verses. Um, and I'll probably even have stories that are connected with the Bible. But like I said, I'm using these as life applications so we can um, learn how to grow from them. Amen? Amen. So let us pray. Father God, right now, wash me in your son's precious blood. Forgive me of my sins, deeds, thoughts, and actions. Anything that's not of you, I do honestly repent. And I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for allowing you to apply your son's precious blood, Father God. And Father God, I allowed you to allow the Holy Spirit run in and out through me tonight, Father God. And Father God, I lift up our overseers, Dr. Angela and Benjamin Rucker, Father God. I lift up our pastor, I lift up our pastor, uh, Pastor Marine Chen Daly, up to you and her family, up to you, Father God. And I lifted the members of Civil Works Ministry, Father God, to you tonight, Father God. Father God, we bind up every distraction, Father God. And as we go forth, we ask you to release ministering angels that can go through and that can minister onto with this lesson, Father God. Father God, allow the Holy Spirit to have its way. Search each and every one of our hearts. Find the things that we need of that we're needing of, and let this last lesson be a healing lesson, a correcting lesson, even just setting us for the greater blessing, God. And I just thank you, and I bless you, and I praise your name. And I pray this prayer, no other name, but your son's name of Jesus. Amen. 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 See, like I said, I don't look like what I've been through, but, and that's why I kind of always tell people that. But this lesson, we're going to, if you want to know a point of reference, I did put it in the WhatsApp app group and on Facebook. Uh, There's a link and it shows you where you can actually get one of the books that we're talking about tonight. Uh, the book that I'm coming from, and I'm loosely coming from it tonight, because next week we're probably getting a little more depth and I have a little more questions, um, will be, mm, excuse me, it's from an author named of Joan Hunter, and the name of the book is, making sure I say it correctly, because y'all know I have everything, y'all know me. I got about twenty screens up here. <laughs> the book is Freedom Freedom Beyond Comprehension. And I know reason why we're going into this because last last time as we were going into forgiveness, we were talking about how we were all talking about various things that we have been hurt and we forgave people. And then sometimes we can also say, you know, sometimes we still have to go say I forgive you every day because we want to get a release from the pain and there's certain things it takes time and it's what we learned back then, just to tie it into this lesson, is that forgiveness is a process. And in that process of forgiveness, you go from forgiveness to deliverance. Um, and when you're trying, and I know how some people can say, okay, how do you go from forgiveness to deliverance? It's very simple. Everything is a prompt, is a process. You know, there are some things, can God is the God of the suddenlies, which I love that God because I love when suddenly – 
Because I love to say, and then suddenly this happened, and you're all just in the maze. But also God said he has a finished work in each and every one of us, and he wants us to work that work, good work enough. And, you know, we have to say sometimes, and we'll have the saying, um, you got to work out your salvation. And I don't think sometimes we give the church answers and we don't really understand what we're saying when we say, oh, you just got to work, that, you'll work out your salvation. So we're going to break these ter- breaks this down. And once we realize, <clears throat> once you realize that it's a process, it gives you a point where you can say, okay, I feel hurt. Just because I feel hurt doesn't mean I have to act on it. But I know when I act on it, my act on it ain't because to hurt somebody else because I'm hurting. My act up is I'm going to go to the Father, and he shall release this and take this from me. See, this is very simple, trauma. See, we never really understand what trauma is. And, you know, if you give Google its definition, it's kind of like a deep, distressing, or disturbing experience. It's like an emotional shock following a stressful event or a physical injury, which may be associated with physical shock and sometimes lead to long-term neurosis. Um, some of it also says it's a physical injury. And then it goes from hurt, wounding, sore, bruises, more. Um, me? Uh, trauma can be metatrauma. For me, when you're getting into some of the spiritual warfare, trauma can be only can be physical yet also mental mental as well metaphysical because we don't get into spiritual trauma because if you go into certain people have experiences and we you know once we start going through there people just don't want to talk about it but it all means the same thing our body is not meant to house it and when we have trauma in our lives it comes it, it gives like a stain or a mental imprint onto our lives what we carry around with us and we realize and we don't even realize it how um how we carry that on with us. Uh true story. Most of the stories you're gonna hear tonight is from me. So if it sounds like somebody you know, nah, it's just me. Just letting you know up front. <laughs> I there is a date in time that kinda of stands in infinity with me and yes I use a move term but uh, it will be July 10th, 1980, because that's when my dad had a stroke. And it was a traumatic experience because that's where the turning point of my life, I feel like at three years old, changed. I was telling someone at work, and they were shocked, that three years old, there's some things at three I can truly re- I can I can remember, and that day, I can remember where I was sitting, where my mom was doing, because she was pressing my hair. She was pressing my hair, and the air conditioner was out. I can remember that we had a brown kitchen, because, you know, they had that 1970s, late, this is early 80s, so, you know, some of them had, my neighbor had an avocado green kitchen, and when I say avocado green, I mean, everything was, I mean, literally avocado green. Even the tile in the bathroom was avocado green. If some of y'all remember that, you know, y'all probably can laugh about that now. Um, yeah. Our location, we had a, we had the opposite. We had that brown, I call it copper penny brown. That's probably what the real name of it. But that's the brown we had, and that was in our kitchen. And my mom had this blue and green kind of cyclated flower chair, 
it was part of a kitchen set that had been broke that, you know, when they got a new kitchen set, but the chair's still good. And my mom was pressing my hair, and I remember two men bringing my dad into the house, and his mouth, his mouth was twisted. And that led to uh, me staying with my grandmother for six months. It also led to um, my, actually probably a little bit more than that, because my mom almost had, my mom, as she tells the story later, that my grandmother was getting ready to put me in school. They wanted to take me and want me to live with them. And my mom said she had to come back and get her kid. And my mom couldn't, my mom uh, stayed in the hospital with my dad for almost six months because he had strokes. And he kept having many TIs, meaning many strokes after they couldn't get the the main stroke to stop. So he was having so many, they had to fly him to Little Rock. And mind you, he had this stroke one week before TPN, and anybody know that was a clot-busting drug, one week before it came out on the market. So that means he was paralyzed. He had he lost a third of his brain. He was paralyzed from his uh, right side, da- uh, left side down. And he had to go through intense physical therapy. Along with that intense physical therapy, there's a certain neuro- neurosis that comes with that, meaning he was angry because he was the provider. He was not only the provider for my family, my mom and I, but his family, his family. Cause, and he couldn't, he was used to being the man, and that had his own set of issues on his own, uh, including, and then in between all that, I still have the unknown trauma. I have an unknown incident. I don't remember what happened. I think. I just say God I just don't want me to remember, but I have tri- I have trauma effects from that incident at age three. All I know I can remember my mom said she couldn't tr- I didn't trust her or she didn't trust I was three years old, people. I didn't know what trust was at three. All I know is she said I wouldn't tell me and that kinda like at three years that kinda set the stage for our rest for 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 a certain type of relationship between us that put a strain to us all the years that she was living. I'm trying to figure out why you didn't go to a psychologist and get me help. I'm like, oh, we had to do the black church. Oh, we had to do the black person thing. Meaning we hide our stuff every time we had issues. We don't seek psychologists. And you're supposed to be educated. Oh, joy. Now, that's the grown-up me talking. But what we have to understand in all this is that we all have those feelings. We always may, when we have situations like that can happen, we all think about what our parents may or may not did. But here's the thing with the awesome thing with this. We can live beyond all those issues that we have had over the years. Why? Because we have Jesus. And God said he has things that he doesn't want us to house these things in his body. He wants us to take all our burdens and put it to the altar. And learning we have had, Learning from the effects of those things, you know, we have to learn how to um, release the trauma. See, what we don't know is that our body kind of enable, kind of locks in that trauma, and sometimes we don't know our body because our body is not meant to house it. That we lock in our memory of certain events, places, and things. Some of us have post-traumatic stress syndrome because we relive it in our dreams or we relive it every day. 
So when we see something like it, it's kind of like the guys uh, growing up. It's just God. Never forget it. Um, I always tell people, my grandmother uh, lived, we lived, my grandmother lived three hours from us. And she had this house that sat like in a valley. But she had a road that everybody used to cut through um, to walk to get from the project because her house was next door, not next door to the project, but we had some pretty much different space. So everybody to get from the project used to use the bra- this gravel road uh, to get over, come from there to get from uh, to get to the other p- connect ourselves back to the where the next grocery store and everything was. So we had this thing back in back in the day because people don't do it now. But back in the day, in the Fourth of July, if it was Fourth of July weekend, it was going to be a hundred and something in degrees in the daytime. The, everybody would be outside at night cooking. Like like um, July third would be awesome because that night. You could smell ribs cooking in the air, chicken. Everything was cooking. Like, I couldn't understand. I was like, and then you hear fireworks going off because the kids are still up and everybody's still outside. And my grandmother had this big front porch, had this front porch that everybody who knew my grandmother came by and said hi. And so as God was talking, he heard firecrackers go off. But I didn't know anything about Agent Orange or people in Vietnam, like, having issues. Yep. remember that. All I knew, this dude did, like, this dive in the ditch, because grandma had this big ditch on the side of the road. And I'm trying to figure out, I'm running the house, because I'm thinking somebody, somebody got shot or something. And come to find my grandma said, baby, he got, that, he got that stuff. You know, he got that Agent Orange, they, you know, they don't. And everybody like and like oh, and he thought he was he was like trying to apologize to everybody because once the fireworks were over, he thought he was like for two point two seconds, he really thought he was in Vietnam, <laughs> and he was trying to explain to everybody that his v a case hadn't went through or had went through, and that he had agent they found out he had uh, exposure to agent orange, and that is what. You know, sometimes we have been we we have been exposed to demonic agents in our lives who have caused a mental imprint that sin caused a stain on our lives, a stain in our brain, our mentally, and that we have to go to God and work these things out. So I want you all, as we go through these lessons, you know, let's you know some things are going to be very personal. You may may not want to share. But as we go through these lessons, how to remove trauma and how to live and have a comprehension beyond it, let us be mindful of those things. Sometimes some of us are still remembering or still having memories of, you know, let's remember, we have had a lot of people go through a lot of tough stuff. I mean, you got people who have been through car wrecks, and God has delivered them from the car wreck, but they still have that memory other wreck. There's a look. There's a uh, young girl at where I work. She got out of car. She just had a car wreck, and she scared. And because of when she had it, she hydroplaned in the rain. And when it rained, she said, me, "You know, I'm gonna be late because I am scared to drive." And she said, "But I'm going But she's learning how to work through it because the trauma is still there. She remembers. She starts. You know." Our body has a reaction to trauma. Some of us run, like me. I'm a runner. I ain't going to even lie. 
if anything reminds me of the trauma or starts reminding if anything starts remember uh starts my memory up like a trauma like it was my my body got the I got the fight or flight response down on point. I'm ready to run. And I'll tell anybody, I'm gone. I'll throw the two I'll throw the two fingers up, the church leg of one finger, you jump out the church. I'm out. And I'll say I'm out in a minute. Whereas some people who they get the same response, they go into a fight or flight response. But what we have to understand that when we start getting free of this trauma, number one, we're not going to think of things like we're, things are going to be put in such a perspective, and I can tell you I'm a witness of this. There are certain things in my life, after I pray to get rid of the trauma out of my life, guess what? I saw the things differently. I saw certain events differently. I saw a bigger picture and a bigger view. Sometimes I even saw God's view about the whole thing, and I was okay. See, when you get start getting free from trauma, you will have some ailments. Like I said, when I start getting rid of my trauma, I used to have vertigo. I don't have vertigo anymore. I used to walk with my head down. I used to have low self-esteem. I'm low self-esteem, or I call said my it was on you know. I ain't gonna really say totally low, but I had self-esteem. I had self-esteem opportunities. I had opportunity. I had weight. I lost weight. I mean, I went through a lot. You know, I can always tell y'all, y'all know my story. I tell you about my Mimi story all the time. Like, you know what? I realized that I had a problem when things that happened 20 years ago had started coming back up, and I felt like I needed to take action like like as if I was in that moment, in that event at the same day. So... It's so many. It can be subtle, or you can be. It can be big. But when you've been free from trauma, you're gonna find some of your ailments were gone, as well as, and you're gonna actually find out some of the physical things that happened to you was actually caused by the trauma. So isn't that good news? <laughs> that we will, we will, you know, we will. Find out, you know, the thing is, it's time to get rid of all this trauma in your life. That is just basic. You know, whether it's caused by an accident or any childhood abuse, traumatic events, anything else, we all have been through some form of trauma, some type of event that was very traumatic. I mean, some of us can say we Hmm. were abused by a parent or a teacher, some of us went through spiritual abuse in the church. There's so many things. Some people were traumatized by divorce or loss of a loved one. I can say that because when my dad died, I had grief was in my family for real. You know, I'm going to start praying. Like, I want us to take hold of some of the things that we're covering because some of the things, um, I want you everybody to learn how to pray over Start praying over yourself again to be more specific. And if you were praying for your, like if I was praying for myself, I'll name the trauma of being, like say I had trauma of being abandoned while my mother was taking care of my father, or trauma of of being having a violation by other people. Some traumas you might not even be aware of until you get the opportunity to deal with something similar again. So. I want to say, you know, 
we have to understand that trauma has a truly profound impact on the body. So, because we, because first of all, when we pray this time, we're going to cast out the spirit of trauma. And when we cast out the spirit of trauma, it's going to take us to a whole new level of deliverance. You know, we pray for things, but these are the times where we're going to pray for ourselves. These are techniques that we're going to release. We need to get rid of trauma. It's The process is actually easier than what we can all imagine because, see, when I went through this the first time, I was me, myself, and I, and I was doing everything trying to trying to get help because I did not want to stay in the same place ever again. You know, I always said when people laugh, when it's like when like I said when I certain people would say, uh, "You can't just get rid of." It. I said, "Yes, I can," because <laughs> if it's a spirit, it ain't supposed to be here. Only thing about being in this body is Holy Spirit. So that means if I can get rid of it, guess what? It's getting ready to go. But there's so many effects of trauma that we have to understand in our lives that these are the moments where we pray over ourselves so we can help others later. So, you know, um, you know what? He makes our, he bears our burdens for us. We have to understand that Jesus Christ is our hope. He's not only our hope; He's our Lord and Savior. He is our, He is our. He is our advocate. He is our everything because he bears our burdens. It makes everything easier. He says to each and every one of us, come to me, all you are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And that's Matthew 11, uh, uh, 11 chapter 28 verse. So I'm going to say, you know, when we start, <clears throat> I'm going to start with a simple prayer tonight. So if you want to pray, you can put your hands over your heart and receive this prayer. If you want to write this down, this will be a perfect time to write it down. Or you can say, I get the book, and you can highlight it later. So as the first exercise of the night, and then we'll probably close so we can talk about a little bit, we can go to a little bit deeper next week, we're going to do a simple prayer. See, sometimes I love about life application moments. These are the ways where we all can sit here and participate. And even in our, you know, even in our playback times, I want to give you an action. This is the action. So we can participate in this together. And then I want to hear your testimonies Because I want to see, you know, you know what you've been through. You ain't got to give all your business because I am not the, I call it, I am not the Gossip News, I am not GNN, Gossip News Network. So, also in these things, some of these are very personable. So you don't have to give everything, everybody. But if you you can give enough to help everybody say, "Hey, I got delivered." I'm happy to hear from you. Amen. Amen. So, first, one second. Amen, sis. I'm with you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. 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 So, right now, I want you to place your hands over this heart. Over your heart, Jesus <clears throat> prayer. Hallelujah. So, Father Thank God, right now, wash me in your son's precious blood. Forgive Thank me of my sins, these thoughts, and actions. Anything that's not of you, I do unto repent. And Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I curse. I, I send a word of healing to each and every everyone on this line tonight, and that through your healing and through this word, that it's going to just. 
We're going to have an awesome testimony for your will and your way in glory. And, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I curse the spirit of trauma and command it to be gone. I curse any feelings of abandonment or rejection or abuse or worthlessness. I command every bit of that to go. I curse any spirits of hopelessness, depression, oppression, and I command it to be gone in Jesus' name. Now, I speak life. I speak health. I speak wholeness and complete resurrection to the lives of everyone tonight on this line. And I command all the chemicals to return to their proper balance in Jesus' name. When you've been freed from trauma, amen, amen. You know, I'm going to tell you, once you've been freed from trauma, you're going to feel a release coming off of you. See, we had their scriptures that you're going to feel a release. I'm going to understand one time I was praying this, and I saw literally it's like a cloud of blackness, like a, like no. a film of blackness came from my eyes. And actually the room lit up brighter, you know. Yeah. Strangely enough, I saw physical manifestations of the healing, but that's who God is. So these are scriptures that we take to heart. When they cry out to the Lord in their trouble, and He saved them of their of their out save them out of their distress. Mm-hmm. It's for Psalm one hundred and seven nineteen uh, nineteen verse. Mm-hmm. You are my hiding place. Yes. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. That's what Psalm 32, 7 chapter. Now Jesus said, come to me who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take upon my yoke, and upon you learn from me, and I am a gentle and humble heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. And that's Matthew 11, chapter 28, uh, 28 verse. So, you know, stress also... You know, I, I, this is like an amen moment. You know, we have to just think how awesome God is in these moments. And that you can put to Scripture everything that to release. You know, I'm all about let telling the spirit of trauma to go. But these are your quiet time moments where you can write down a list of things you want God to release you of. And start praying over them. And then I would say through the checkoff. Because you can start checking things off. And you'll see what God is doing in your life. Some stuff may be small. Like, I'm going to tell you. Here's my story. Long time ago, if somebody touched me on my back, I would swung and hit them like crazy. Somebody can tap me on my shoulder now. I don't jump 10 feet how I want to hit them. Nope. I'm going to tell you how good God is from the trauma of bullying going through as I was younger or the things I went through with the church. Now I don't, I, I, I try to put, I can put things in proper perspective. Why? Because I'm not constantly fighting myself being, I'm not having deja vu as some people would say it, or I'm not having the same situation over and over again. I got released from depression, chronic depression, and I'm, I'm free. Even if I have small moments, it can never be as bad as it once was. So I want to give y'all hope through this. So tonight, 
this is just setting us up for the rest of the study because we're to next week we'll go into the meaning of stress and learning how not to live now and learning how to place people on the altar. It, it, we'll get into it. Like I said, I encourage everyone to uh, get the book Freedom Beyond Comprehension. And there's another book that goes, I like the other book first, which I probably will put that on their letter later, and that's The Power to Heal. So in our summer detox series, let us use use these resources along with our Bible to get free from some stuff. If we were in bad relationships, let us be free from them. If we went through Amen. some bad stuff and said we took it from heart, let's let yeah. let's let this go. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm serious. I ain't trying to carry no. It's time to get rid of some strong men out of our lives and get Amen. ourselves together, so we can experience. So we can experience God's blessings. Some of us, including mm-hmm. myself, I'm talking nine times out of ten, I'm talking to myself. Some of us haven't gotten mm-hmm. to the point where we should be because we're holding on to the past. Let us not. So now I'm going to open up the line for your comments, your questions, and your feedback. Good night, everyone. So, Shana, what is the name of that book again, please? The book is Freedom Beyond Comprehension. Uh, it's from Joan Hunter, and I have put the link in Facebook and WhatsApp app. And if you don't have the link, let me know and I'll send it to you. Okay. All right. Okay. Freedom beyond. Yeah, we got to be free. Mm-hmm. And as you, as you were, you know, as you were saying that, in order for us to be free, we have to know that we're in bondage. Because if we keep avoiding the issue and we don't, we don't address it. You know, we don't. We act like, okay, I'm okay. There's nothing wrong, and all of that. Then we won't be able to fix it because it's not like you know. <clears throat> it's it's like we're we don't know what to fix. But once we address it, name it, as you said, you know, this is not something for us to come on here and um, and and voice exactly every details of what it is. But, you know, when we pray in our heart, God understands. And that's, that's the, the goodness of him, you know, because there's some things that, that come back to us like long, long after and some things that we don't even remember had happened. But, you know, God mm-hmm. will bring it back to our memory so that we can be free from it if it's holding us bondage. So, amen. Mm. Amen. Amen, because I'm telling you, like, I'm just telling you, like I said, most of the stories I'm using tonight is my own personal experience. So I'm going to tell you right now, it works. Because trust me, there are moments where um, I just saw, how can I say I saw other people. And I'm like, man, if God can help them for the little bit, Mm -hmm. you know what, God can help me even further. Because I started seeing people who had been through situations, but you know, it was kind of getting caught up in cycles. And even now I see points where I'm caught up in cycles. I'm like, okay, I don't want to live like this no more. 
I got to learn how to get out the cycle. So when we go through moments like this, it's okay to um, it's okay that you went through it tomorrow and yesterday and the day before. But we're gonna eventually go through it and fight with the power of Jesus Christ in our lives. Then we ain't gonna <coughs> be doing it no more. Mm. It's all a process. Yeah. And so, you know. It's not for us to understand what everybody's throwing in their flesh is, but we can always understand that Jesus can remove it. Or God will give us such a grace that we can live beyond it. But sometimes we're so so used to that thorn and used to that movement that we are not looking to remove, Mm -hmm. like not to, we think we need to relive. You know, I'm learning now that some people had so many isms back in the day they felt like God gave them this struggle to give him a, them a testimony. And sometimes I look and say, but in this God's testimony, when you get totally delivered from it. Yeah. And then they look at me like I lost my life. <laughs> yeah. mm. I always can remember that I think um, some of the stuff that my dad went through, there were moments where he'll have like once every blue moon that he would walk like he and act like he never had a stroke. And just somebody saying, hey, do you know you're walking straight? And then it happens that he goes to his body, go back and remembers, oh, I had a stroke. Now I got to drag my foot again. That is what, that stands out in my mind. Like, when can we, you know, we, I know there's a way that God can make it where our cellular memory and our, our body and our muscle memory don't remember the things that we went through. And we can be totally released, and we and it doesn't have to come back. Mm. Amen. You know, so my goal is to never look. It's kind of like my goal is to not to get free from stuff <coughs> and not to go back to it. Amen. Yes, because it doesn't make sense that we go through this process of cleansing. We go through this process of, you know, fasting and praying and rebuking, and and then after, it's like we have to do it again. It's like a wasted time. You know, it's like we need, and, and most of it is just believe and know that God is with us or he's in us, and he knows what's best for us. Of course, we have to go through. In order for us to, to see what God has for us, we have to go through something. You know, we're not prone to... You're not prone to suffering, as some would say, but, you know, God got us. You know what he's doing. He got us. So, you know, that's, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of everything. And that's, that's who we, that's, that's the God, that is the God we serve. Mm. Okay, the line is now open again for your comments, your questions, and your feedback. Um. Hi. Good evening. Good evening. This is um Celeste and my daughter Gianna from Florida. Celeste. Yeah. Yes, hey. Yes, All right. Pray for my daughter. I just want to give a testimony. She's been seizure free. For a few months now. Here. So she's we're praying, we're doing the best we can. But what I wanted to ask is how do you get rid of the strongholds 
and this strong man in your life because it just seems like I prayed to get healed and I'm just not getting healed. I see her mm-hmm. being healed. I know he will, you know, be a healer, but how do you get rid of this, I think you said, strong man and strongholds in your life? Oh, good question. I'm glad you asked. Um, I have to say, for me, it was for prayer. But it's kind of like it depends, you know, it's kind of like God has a moment and you just have to keep pressing in. You know, strong men are a little bit different now. I can go into a whole different thing, and we can be here all night talking about what problems could have caused by this strong man or what have you. But mm-hmm. but to make it real simple, it's leaning on Jesus. And yeah. I'm telling you, learning, you know, just because you don't see the healing now, this is where the Holy Spirit plays its part. I think it's First Corinthians 2nd chapter, 10th verse. Number one, ask the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit can search out. There are things you can never even think that that the trauma is atta- that trauma is attaching itself to, or unforgiveness, or something that's keeping you from healing. Some things are bloodline and generational. Trust me, I have mm. prayed. I have prayed bloodline prayers because I started digging. I had an issue. That issue came in me quick, hard, and. And everything around mm. me was crazy. I mm. had to go pray. I went to the I went through deliverance ministers. I but see I'm the one I'm the one like I, I ain't gonna let up until I get some results. But that's mm. also but because you're not healed now that doesn't mean that you won't be healed. And yes. that it's a process. Right. You have to keep in your mind that God will answer you because his answer to his prayers is yes and amen. But you have to also understand, this is one thing we all have to understand. Some things are happening because of soul wounds. And we talked a little bit about that last week, that sometimes that we have had so much craziness in our lives that we have soul, that our souls have been wounded. And you have to just ask God yeah. to heal the soul wounds of your mm-hmm. lives mm-hmm. and that to pour his anointing on those wounds. And then ask him to let that power. See, Jesus died on the cross for us, for everything. (laughs) Everything. And you just say, God, release that power of the cross on me. And you'll start seeing breakthrough. You would never understand. I don't know what you've been through, but I can tell you, there are things that I never thought was helped that it was one word. Mm -hmm. Somebody said they didn't like my voice. I lost mm. my voice. I couldn't speak for years. I was scared to speak. And mm-hmm. I want speaking mm-hmm. competitions. For me to lose my voice, Yeah, yes. I lost my voice for almost 10 years that I couldn't speak in front of people. That I had fright. I went on. I had immense fear would come down. I lost mm. great opportunities because I could not talk. It took me, 10 years, took me almost 15 years to find out what had happened. Well, I know you said earlier you all saying about unforgiveness, and, and i got to admit to that, and I hadn't thought about it, but I do have a lot of unforgiveness. Just, you know, I've been sick. seems like my family abandoned me, my church family, and I'm holding mm. some grudges, and I see where you're going, just, you know, upset with people. I've always been there for people, but wow. now, you know, it's nobody. And I 
see yeah. myself holding a grudge. I haven't been to church because I'm mad with the church, my church family. And no one called and checked on me. But I, after hearing this tonight, I'm so glad I did. Come on. Glory I to really God. Thank you, I have Jesus. Mm. I didn't know this could affect like this. So, yeah, I have work to do. Celeste, let me say this. This is Prophet Bob, baby. God bless you. Let me say this to you. You came on the prayer line tonight. And as far as I'm concerned and every member of Simple Words Ministry, you are family. That means you want to make Simple Words Ministry your church? You can do that. I've been doing it for eight years. I've been in this ministry for eight years. Pastor Maureen Chen Daly. So we want to welcome you here tonight, okay? Hold your head up. Better days are ahead of you, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you, Lord. I want you to, you you know, I understand. I understand a little bit more than everybody about church folks. Hmm, anybody heard me? I'm a country girl. I'm from a town of 700 folks. And you they can laugh because I got some Holly Grove stories. And Thank you, Lord. Like I said, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what I learned that you have to learn with church folk, and it's not, you know, this is how we have to kind of understand it's not the body of Christ that sometimes people just, you have to forgive people and love people where they are. <laughs> and sometimes people don't have that comprehension that, you know, if I know somebody's sick, if I know them, but everybody know me, I'm going to call and check up on you or see if I have mm-hmm. it on my mind and my heart. And if I didn't check up on you, you know, I probably forgot, and it wasn't because I didn't want to. And right. sometimes right. we are in such a hurting place that we're looking for friends and family to help. But the, the scary part about it, they see you in that same position too, but they mm-hmm. don't know how to help. Uh-huh. They don't understand it. Saying they don't even understand. They think that they need to come up with a master plan to help you pay your bills while you're sick, and don't know all you need is a hello, hey, how you doing? That's it. That's it. That's it. It trickles to my. It's. I have a a 19 year old that had been ushering in the church. Praise God. You all have prayed for my son Jaquan, and he just came and flat out told me. He says, "Mom, I'm not going back." I said, "Well, what's wrong?" He said, I saw the pastor, he, you know, kind of asked about you, and, and he, my son, was saying different things. God, my mom always has me running here or there for the church, or we're doing this. You know, my mom was in intensive care, and I saw the, you know, I saw our reverend, and it was just like jive talk, nothing. And my, this is what my kid, he says, Mom, I'm not ushering anymore. Oh, God. You know, and I should have stopped. And I said, because we're stopping going to church, but just after listening to you guys and Prophet Bob, I I think I have to be my church. I do need the fellowship with you all more. Pay my tithes here because I'm just floating right now, and and it's just not working. It's just not working. I'm getting sicker. I have home health nurses in here. I'm 43. You know, you all have been praying for my child. It's had the four brain surgeries. I know for at least three years, you know, and I'm I'm just here like I'm lost. So mm. I saw the Monday night. I said I'm coming on, and I just want to thank you. And you know, like I said, I try to raise my boy up right, but he's at an age now. He's been ushering for years, and he's 
say, Mom, they they won't even call you. You know, mm-hmm. Mom, you you know, you have me taking this to the Reverend and blah blah. Mom, they they won't even call you. You mm-hmm. know, it's hurtful, you know, for your kid to see that. You know, <coughs> like you've been, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. getting hurt by people. Mm-hmm. Oh, and mm-hmm. they got enough sense. Kids aren't like we used to be. You can tell your mama that. Right. You know, right. You know, at 19, he says, Mom, I ushered, I did this and that. I don't like, you say, Mom, nobody's been here. We don't even want to start with family. But, you know, the church that I was with, he was like, Mom, ain't nobody been here. And, you know, I saw so-and-so, and they didn't ask you know, about you and nothing else. He's huh. not that kind of kid. He's not an emotional kid. So I mm-hmm. know when he said that, I you know what I yes, need to look at. What yes. am I going to church for? Like mm-hmm. he said, Prophet Bob. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what am I going for when I can come here with you all? I've been with Pastor Maureen for years. Amen. And, you know, Thank you, Lord. We welcome you, sir. We place. welcome you. And this yes. has always been... You. Good, yeah. good, good, fertile ground. Good, Thank fertile ground. I know this. We welcome you, but Thank we welcome you, Lord. We welcome you, and we also want you to get healed because you know what? Oh, I can give you a whole three hours, three hours conversation about church hurt <laughs> on every level. But here's the thing: I understand because trust me. Oh, what your son going through is real. I, I can tell. Mm-hmm. Oh, if it wasn't, I'm going to be honest. If it wasn't for my best friend, I probably wouldn't have stepped my foot back into a church <laughs> and said, Girl, I would have been like, I believe in Jesus. I believe in God. I'll do, yes, I'll do the televangelist Sundays. I'll listen to Joel Osteen every Sunday. At least he's happy. Everybody's happy. You know what church. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got to deal with so sister so and so that got so a chip true. on her shoulder when I walk in the door. I ain't got to deal with this. The head of the Ursha committee telling me my dresses cost too much, which that really happened. True story. And <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah they do, I, and they they I parked in the wrong park. You know, went there with my oxygen on because I had been on. Finally found somewhere to sit, and they came and got me. It was like you know you need to move your car. And I'm looking like, mm-hmm. you know, this wow, little wow. Mm-hmm. boy has Simple tattoos stuff. on him, yeah. somebody in the board. I said, let me tell you something. This mm-hmm. damn time, and no offense, if you can get a black boy, teenage boy, mm-hmm. anything, without a criminal record, he can have as many tattoos as he wants. He's serving God, ushering you know, mm-hmm. so to say that, you know, they, you know, just acting scornful about things. People got to come as they are. I come on this prayer line mm-hmm. as I am. I haven't been on nowhere near as much as I should because I felt like every time I come on, it's just for a problem. And that that's not right. But y'all making me feel so welcome, you know. Mm-hmm. And like I said, my, my son, to, to have teenage kids, in mm-hmm. church this day and time, you know, if they come on the hearing, mm-hmm. oh, or yeah. whatever. Oh, yes. It's right. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as they're presentable, it's it, 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 there to now, serve God. Now, I heard one thing. I don't mean to over-talk you. Now, you ain't came over here. Look, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We don't see problems on this line. We see opportunities. No, we don't. Amen. Amen. See, what we going to say, God. every time you come with that, means we got an opportunity for God to what? Do what Thank the word says. Stand on the word that Amen. we are right. That you are right in God's sight. Don't ever think you ever yes. got a problem. Yes. Just to look Amen. at God Amen. presenting us an opportunity. Mm-hmm. 
I want to see some bigger opportunities that we pray for. They shall get be healed. They shall be delivered and shall be healed. Everything we'll have is an opportunity. Amen. Mm -hmm. Don't look and see. We're going to get, look, we here, we family. I can tell you this line was family for me for years when nobody knew my name. Pastor Marine can tell you, she didn't know my voice for a whole year and a half. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's you were silent. You and I was, Andrea I was, was the same way. She was very quiet. Mm-hmm. She never said anything. Okay. Yep. She hung in with you all. You know, and I, I just gave up on everything for some reason. She, I just had to come on here. So, thank um, you, Lord. Father, Maureen mm-hmm. have just been consistent. It's no up and down, you know, it's straight with hmm. no chaser as they say. That's, That's right. That's when right. When I remember, you know, things, I say it's just I'm always broken. Every time I, I drag back here somewhere, it's like a, I'm broken, but no more. Hmm. I know for a fact you all prayed for my daughter, Jayana Johnson, on her fourth yeah. brain surgery. It was three years ago. Jeez. They haven't went back in her head. Thank you, Lord. They have not my child's head. Mm-hmm. So right. seizures are far, and she's going to the ninth grade. We'll just say that. And they told me when she was born, she was the handicapped, wheelchair bound, you know, retarded, this and that. So God is good in that. Like I say, I look at her and I read the page and just listening to y'all tonight. I know I'm going to come out of loader bar. I think is what Pastor Marine preached on one night. Coming out of loader bar, I think yep. it's a bad place. Mm-hmm. Amen. I've, I've been in it, and it's grudging and unforgiveness of people who I just don't want to forgive, but I'm going to have to. Because oh, yeah, let them go. Yeah, let them go. Healing. Let them go. If you, you want to be healed, I'm going to tell you yep. right now. See, mm-hmm. y'all, everybody know my son, mm-hmm. so if I start breaking verse, mm-hmm. just forgive me. Look, or, I'm in Sarasota, Florida, I feel you. Oh, I feel you. No, I'm country country. Sometimes the country comes out. But <laughs> this is how, this is how, if you want to be healed, ain't nobody else is going to be responsible for you going to hell but you. That's right. Don't go, to, don't go, don't put yourself in any other position. That, look, you walking in unforgiveness and the person that you are not forgiving, they walking around fancy free. Mm-hmm. They ain't worried Silent. about anything else. Matter of fact, yep. they mm-hmm. clueless on how you felt. You know, um, they don't care. They don't I have care. an issue. Like even I got to go back to my. I'll tell you this: I have to go back to my own church here because I kind of got in my feelings because a member passed away and they were going to charge the family three hundred dollars to have the funeral mm-hmm. if the building was available. If the well, uh-huh. yep. And that's for wow. your church, you know, your church member family, whatever you want to call it. But I had to remember because it's, it's, I had, I think I put these people on a pedestal, but I had to remember these people just as broken as I am. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have to be on every committee. All humans. You have to all make humans. people feel bad and this mm-hmm. and that. You know, they would see me at the grocery store in a cart with my oxygen. I saw a lady go the other way. Just, you know, like, Don't worry about it. Girl, all been... I'm releasing that, and I just must have to give her. Man, we've all been there. You know, all been there. Awesome. We all have been there. 
Trust me. We we have all been there, and I'm going to pray for you too, because we've all been there. But I want you to understand that God, look, I'm going to just say it's a walking process. It's a process. And look, don't look for the, you know, me, I always want to hear the fanfare when stuff, when I start praying and stuff and just like the aha moments. Well, I think it's because I watched too much TV growing up. But what you have to understand, once you start feeling nothing, that's the best feeling to ever have. And see, what you have to remember when you forgive somebody, you not a, you don't have to reconcile with them. It's just okay. liberate yourself from the issue and of the problem. Give okay. God an opportunity to work out things because you'll never know why that. You'll be surprised. The issue that you think you have is not the issue that you got. Mm. That's right. Keep that in mind because abandonment is abandonment. And hmm. it can say, oh, the de- enemy can use this situation. Sister probably didn't even know you around. You walked around and you came down there and sister so-and-so may not even seen you and went the other way. But you never know where that's rooting come from. And the enemy say, uh-huh, see, just like everybody else in your life, that person did it too. Oh, my God. Mm. Confirmation. Mm-hmm. Confirmation. I, had, I'm, I mean, I had a similar situation that happened at work. The person was swearing mm. up and down. People were talking about her, and nobody was. And she was upset, but I know why she was upset, because when, let's be real, when job loss is job <laughs> loss, and She's worrying about, she's internalizing things that happen, and the rest of us not understanding. We had some type of understanding, but things were happening. And then she was like, she came to me because she was talking, and I said, you know what, take your guard down. She said, I said, trust me, because you know, I said, trust me and take your guard down. And guess what, things started getting better. So I'm not going to, now, now I'll tell you, people show you who they are, you know. I'm the first one to say, people show you that they're ignorant. They're ignorant. Oh, yeah. But, but, oh, yeah. but, but here's people you've prayed, pre- people you've prayed for, people you gave money to, and you know you weren't going to get it back. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you just don't mm-hmm. expect it. My reverend, I used to pick up the phone and call, you know, and he messaged me some, just something I think he, you know, should have messaged me on Facebook, and I'm saying, I, you know, my mom's telling me, you know, you had double pneumonia. You were in intensive care. You know, you're now on oxygen, and I'm saying, like, sending me some, just whatever, in Messenger on Facebook, like, whatever. And I just, I just went to thinking about, I went to thinking about all of it. I said, but I'm mad with him. I know I don't like some of the members. I said, but I'm going to have to look at me. So, yeah, i got to let this stuff go. I'm tired of being sick. I'm tired of hurting. I'm tired of being tired. Right. No, and, uh, I, said, I didn't get saved. I'm, I feel like, I'm. you know, things are worse than when I was in the world. At least I knew they were what were. Oh, that's the classic look. That's the enemy. Don't let the enemy look. Number Amen. one, your pastor may not even know your head was even in the hospital. Because somebody may not put it on the prayer request or put it to his attention. Because now churches are getting a little corporate. Sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes that's a bad thing. But Hmm. guess what? This is the thing. God's opportunity for you is to get healed from this. You know, don't, I'm going to tell you from my personal, like, 
LaShana, the book of the book according to Lashana experience. Forget <laughs> them. It ain't worth it. Oh yeah. I've had go. pastors to talk about my family and talk about me, and I'm sitting there playing the piano every Sunday. Yep. Let it go. Okay. I've had people to actually kick me out. I felt like they kicked me out the church. <laughs> Stripped me of every title mm-hmm. right at the most vulnerable part of my life when my dad passed away. You got to mm-hmm. forgive him. Oh, mm-hmm. get this. My favorite of all of them, Church Need Alone. Had my oh. mama up there as an officer of the church thinking she thought mm-hmm. the church themselves were getting the loan. They flipped and put the loan in my mama's name. <laughs> in the building. I know I said that. Oh, no. This was paying for the budget. This wasn't even building fund oh. money. She lost. Mm-hmm. And and Go then ahead. the pastor I'm sorry, and then the, mm-hmm. So what you have to kind of understand is that this is not an everyday occurrence. Like okay. everybody goes through it. It's how you handle it. See, when you're in the world and when you handle things, that means an eye for eye and two for two for real in the right. world. Let's just say a street right. mentality would be blasting the pastor. Blasting it, being part of the seat of the scornful, scoring the church, tell about the business, blow. I got to mm. expose. I got to tell you how this is. But mm. when you become a Christian, right. you don't sit at the seat of the scoffers. You get healed, my God. And guess what? God will heal, will change the mind of everybody around you. He oh, will yeah. heal that environment. You give it over to God and say, God, this is an opportunity to give your church, this church better communication for people who are sick. Hmm. God, give this opportunity for for the minister to connect, that he could, he's the shepherd of the flock, have better communication <coughs> with his flock. God, give this opportunity for my, see my, let my son see your grace, your will, and glory, and that that my position in the church to Ursha, Ursha, and because I didn't go back that Here's the church can still help me. Those are just people, and they all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. This is an opportunity for God to remove every abandonment mm-hmm. issue in your life, yeah. every rejection area in your life. Like mm-hmm. I said, it's like learning how. It's like having dishwasher and pulling the plug on the water. Mm-hmm. Okay. Glory to God. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Well, I'm okay. sorry to dominate. Night, but I tell you one thing: you all have taken mm-hmm. all have helped me. Mm-hmm. If, if I could give you a hug right now, I would look, you did not dumb it. No, this is what we, this is what we are here for. Thank you, Lord. Yes, yes. Uh, tell, her about, tell her about the um, uh, September fifteenth and sixteenth. She's down there near Orlando. Yeah, we are back in Orlando. Time. I think. No, you at the first. You got the other one. I bet you, yeah. Burton. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back in Orlando, September six, uh, fifteen and sixteen. We'll be back. Okay, so I'll get on it. I'll get, right. I will get uh, on it. Yeah. <coughs> Thank you, Bless all. the Lord. I'll, I'll, listen, glory to God. Can I ask a question? Go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, is this Sister Celeste Johnson? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, my sweetheart. I I know you're good. Um, <laughs> welcome back. I'm gonna send you the the um the 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 information in Facebook Messenger. Okay, Sister Celeste. Okay, is this Pastor Marie? No, this no. is Monica. <laughs> no. Okay, Sister Monica. Older. Yes, 
Yes, I remember. Oh, she got your name. (laughs) I know, I know. I know, and I want to say something to you, too. If if Minister Lashana will allow me to say something to her. (laughs) Go right ahead. Yes, ma'am. You know what? This is to let, um, we have to let go and let God, because a situation is happening to me, and I keep on giving it to God and taking it back. And I decide, and I say, God, if I'm giving you this situation and taking it back, I go around the corner, and instead of going my way, the way that God wants me, I talk and I go back around the corner. It's like um, it's like I'm in, in in the wilderness, going around, going around, and being circle. And when you let it go and let God, you will find out that you pray, and you have to believe in the Word of God and believe what the Word of God said. And when you believe it. You let it go, and you will feel much better for unforgiveness and all of that. You will just read the scripture and say, the Lord said, if God is for me, who can be against me? I trust God. Yes, I believe what God says. I don't believe what man says. What man says doesn't count. What God says counts. I am healthy. I'm going to get through this. And, you know, because I've been there. And it's, I understand it's very hard. But you're doing it for you, not for anyone else. You, as Minister Lassana said, that person is going to walk around all happy-go-lucky and you have it. And it can poison you. And when I say poison, you mean it makes you sick. You don't get your healing because there's something you're holding on to. So I encourage you, it's very hard, but you have to fight. You have to fight that fight and know that God mm-hmm. he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Um, um, I just want to make sure it's you. I know the voice. I just want to make sure it's you. We're gonna put you in a prayer group, and we're gonna be praying for you because mm-hmm. we know that we know that we serve an awesome God, and He's a mighty, He's a healer. We Amen. Okay. So, um, God bless you, and you're in the right place. You're in the right place at the right time. You see, the Word of God says that we should cast all of our tears upon you, upon Him, and if your tears should concern us. It should. If you need help, we as the body of Christ, we as a church sister, our church brother, church family, should be able to reach out to you and help you. If you come to church and I don't see you in the church two, three weeks, I'm going to say, wait, where is Sister Johnson? What's mm-hmm. going on? Right. Mm-hmm. And I say, where is she? And we are going to mm-hmm. seek out to find out where are you. She always mm-hmm. comes to church. She missed two Sunday? No, she's not going to miss two Sunday. Three Sunday? We have to find out where she is. And, they, and my daughter... I, I, understand, I understand how you right. feel. She, she's had all those health concerns. And that's why we didn't understand why they just stopped talking to us. And I said, you know, I'm not looking for a click. I want to feel God. I want to feel His presence. Yeah. I want to learn mm-hmm. more. I don't, you know, I don't... I don't know. But I, I see it's just not all about me and Maybe they did overlook me, but it's when I walked in the church about six months ago, the pastor told me, because I went to pay my tithe, boy, we need more people like Sister Johnson. I'm like, okay, he remembered that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they know my kid has seizures and different health concerns, and we put her in the choir, mm-hmm. but nobody, you know, thought enough about it, so I'm done with that. I just don't want to go to them. I don't want to go to them and apologize. So I'm going to have to work that out on my own. I want to forgive yeah. them, but I don't 
I just don't want to go you tell them I forgive them. And I know you that's bad. It's hard. It's hard, but you have to. It, it's My very God. hard, but you have mm. to because yep. you, 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 know, you want to make word. it right. You want to make it right. Yeah, for you. We, we welcome for you, you back. Yeah, it's for you. Mm-hmm. It's for you. Because okay. if you don't forgive them, God will not forgive you. And the word of God says, so you have to forgive. Believe. You have to forgive them. It's going to be hard, but put. I'm not. I'm going to say this here. Put the pride away. Put everything away. and say, you know, if if you have done them something wrong, just say, I am wrong, and you know. Tell them how you feel, and you know you didn't. You know I'm a member. I was teaching, and I saw it on Facebook. I comment on it. I saw when you were in the hospital. I comment on it, and you said we were praying for you and stuff like that. But just do it, just because it's for you. That's really gonna get you healing because you don't have nothing. You don't have the burden. You don't have the bitterness. You don't have the anything going on because you can't even steal your money. So you make it well. You understand? So. Yeah, yes, it's going to be hard, but... It's okay, yeah. but now it, it makes sense. Because the Pray. more bitter mm-hmm. I, I've been getting this last year, the more sick I've been getting. Yeah, yes. bitterness yes. makes yes. you yes. sick. Yes. Bottom line. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 yes, yes. Oh, yeah, it will make you sick. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. That's why you have to forgive, because guess what? I had generational bitterness in my family. Mm. Oh. You thought Jacob and Leah and Rachel had some things going on? Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Look, I tell people I learned all the world, not from not from the ignorant from my family. They had hundred year wars, honey. They all wasn't in heaven. Look, if they wasn't most of them wasn't in heaven right now, I guarantee you they would have had an argument and it been stuff rooted that happened in nineteen eighty three. I mean. <laughs> But that's where that's where God gives us this opportunity. That's why his mercy renews every single day, because guess what? You have an opportunity. Let's go and put it like this so we can end and close. You have an opportunity right now to get out of the place that you're in. Here's your opportunity. God's giving you to let go of the unforgiveness, and it's not going to happen overnight. But yeah. guess what? Just recognize God's giving you an opportunity to get healed. Because okay. unforgiveness and bitterness and anger and <coughs> layers of onion, mm-hmm. it's going it's all covered. The root of it is all sin. Mm-hmm. And we don't, and unforgiveness, and it's an offense. You've been offended. You have said yourself that you're offended because the church, you felt like the church dropped the ball on seek, mm-hmm. supporting you and your family. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Because guess what? Yeah. Every time the church didn't, pro- if you look at it, every time the church didn't provide, there was somebody that came by your house. There was somebody to make sure you had your got your home health on to get your home health services started. There was somebody that God put things, and when you start looking back, you'll see the God moments where God had put people in your in put in people put you in their way so they can help you get back on your feet. I can believe that. I can believe so, that. So and I didn't want money. I just wanted somebody, just the same as, as I've done mm-hmm. for members. You know, yeah. just somebody to, you know, when they see my kid in the streets or something, don't, you know, hey, you playing football, you sign, you you know, and they looking like, don't I go to church? You know, my mama's mm-hmm. sick. 
you know, blah, blah, you know, but I, I, I feel you. I feel exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying, what all of y'all are saying, and I sure mm-hmm. appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate and we're here it. for you because, I mean, I like, trust me. Oh, I could give you stories. Trust me, I have plenty. But <laughs> what? But I take these stories now. They used to be bitterness and pain and hurt. Um, all my stories used to be bitterness, pain, and hurt, and how I felt at the time and X, Y, Z. Now I've turned these stories into opportunity moments where it gives give me an opportunity to say, you know what, you don't got to live that way. Those are opportunity moments because God, this shows, now I can see the opportunity where God showed me how to dig into his word and get my own healing how he dug into his world and showed me how I didn't have to live bitter like a bitter or everybody who really know me, the level of cracked history in some folks. I I learned that I didn't have to live offended. And that was the best. You you right right now are in an awesome position. You know you got to get your lungs. Like bitterness weakens your heart. It weakens your lung Mm -hmm. capacity. Stress weakens your kidneys. Guess what? When your oxygen input, and if you're doing ninety percent or eighty percent or seventy percent oxygen, you know that takes a your rest. They you're automatically putting your heart at a resting phase because you have stress on your heart. Yep. Yeah. So if you want to get your lung capacity up to normal, guess what? You got to get that stress off your heart. And how are you gonna get that stress off your heart? First of all, you gonna to have to learn how to go through some forgiveness. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got to let it go. If some somebody on here just said, mm-hmm. just let it go, let it go, mm-hmm. let it go. Mm-hmm. Because see, right now, right now it's your health. And like I said, you gonna these are things that I'm not, and I ain't telling you because I hurt. I'm telling you what I know. I haven't had mm-hmm. sinus issues. I haven't had major sinus issues in over ten years. You know why? Because I had to let stuff go. I when I prayed and got that stuff off of me. I hadn't had a problem, and I haven't had a problem since. Our God, body, God, God bless you. You got to let, not necessarily, it's hard for us to say, oh, you got to let it go, and we walk around like nothing's wrong. No, it's a process. But start the process. If you make yeah, one step, start it. Two. Yeah, make the start. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Just start one day at a time. Yep. One day yep. at a time, right? One yep. day at a time. That's where you learn and you'll find out. You'll find out more growth about yourself. You'll find yes. out more growth about. And look, once the stuff, mm. when it has an awesome effect, once your mm. demeanor changes and you take a hold of that opportunity, guess what? Your son is watching you. Amen. Your family you is go. watching you. There you go. Yeah. So. Yes, you're not just doing you, it for yourself, but others. Yes, you are there. You are mm-hmm. you are the Jesus they gonna see. Yeah, and yeah. that's what you do Maybe for your in these moments. Is what you do in these moments like this? Is right. teaching them how to live beyond the hurt, and li- but also teaching them how to take these opportunities of of what people can do and flip it to a mm. God-given moment. Okay. There are so many moments in our lives that we don't give to God because we miss out. It's a God-given moment. Uh, yeah. God-given moment. I like that. I like that. So, like I said, I, I don't know 
what y'all were talking about before I came on, but God knows everything everybody on here said and probably thought I needed to hear. And I appreciate Amen. the honesty. Like I said, <laughs> I didn't get saved to act worse than I did when I wasn't saved or, you know, be mad with people. And I should be past that, way past it. So I got it. I got it. I got it. I'll make a plan. Like I said, some of us. I mean, I can say I have stupid sayings. I have uh, sayings, but I'm not going to say it because sometimes they're a little dismissive because that's how I deal with things. But what I want you to understand here is that God has never abandoned you or nor forsake you, that he has been with you daily. And you learn there's some moments in life, trust me, you never know. Somebody at that Mm -hmm. church is watching and see you healed and might Mm -hmm. open up a whole new testimony. Whoever knows hmm. this moment, because guess what? You had a moment that you needed somebody and you didn't feel like you have it. Guess what? That might be an opportunity for you to start a ministry just to check up and call up on folks. Calling people yeah. people just saying hi. Yeah. Because you just realized what you was missing. So take this as a God-given moment. Will do. Thank you all. God bless you all. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Have a great and awesome night. But you know what, everyone? I want to just close by saying, you know, we have to understand that God gives moments. And this is about the let. Actually, this goes right along with our lessons because <coughs> we, are talk- we are talking about how trauma can be on our body and we never know the things that could cause the trauma. We mm-hmm. never take. We never understand. Small events can cause us to have trauma. You never understand, and you know it's the truth. Even the things that we would never think. Okay, when we're going through a hard time in life and we're looking for someone to be there for us, can also be like, okay, this is a traumatic experience, and I'm looking for somebody to hold me up. You know what? God has put us in the right place at the right time. Right, right place at the right time. Amen. 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 Thank okay, you, Lord. Lord. I hope. We're going to follow up. Be with us. We're going to follow up with you. Uh, make sure you are good. Let's do this. Let's make. Let's take this week out. Like okay. I said, it's time for us to find the God-given moments in our life. Because, Amen. you know, we'll start saying it's a divine appointment. Get ready, get ready, get ready. We're looking for instruction. We're doing all these things. But we realize in our homes, in our home life, there are many, mm. when we stop looking at what problems we have, but let's mm. find, turn these into dang opportunities. Yeah. Like I said, I'm tired of people talking. Now, this for me, me, LaShawna, going into my world. LaShawna world is tired of problems. I want solutions. Mm. I want to get them out fast as problem because guess what? I don't need no drama in my life. But I, but I realized every time I have an issue or I see the issue, it was an opportunity for God's communication to take place. It was an opportunity for someone in the group to take step up and be a person and give and establish a level of communication so that we yeah. wouldn't have any more problems. It was an Amen. opportunity to remove it, remove a generational curse. It was an opportunity for 
he for infirmity to the spirit of infirmity to leave a bloodline forever. You start looking at those opportunities. That's, That's right. when the healing begins. Because trust me, ain't no hurt like church hurt. I'll say that a lot. Oh, yeah. You know we can all say that. And now, why in James he said something along the lines of count it all joy. And I'm mm-hmm. like, count it all joy. I'm mm-hmm. for this. Now I understand. Oh, it's count it all joy. Oh, look, trust me. That was one of the hard ones for me, too. I'm like, count what joy? If it's raining and you got a hole in your roof and the water is coming down, that ain't joy to me. That's a messed up roof, and I'm counting up the dogs. Yeah, but I get it. <laughs> but, I, I get what he, what he means now. Right, but what he really means, counting all joy, because you, God is about to get a great opportunity in your life, and you're getting him, you're giving God an opportunity to work the things out. And it will always be for his will, his way, and his glory. So... Let's be blessed, everyone. Yeah. Let's God walk away from tonight that God is good. You know. So good. So good. To me, to me tonight, establish the purpose of simple words is that we're mm-hmm. that bridge. When people are needing that help, we're there to help. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. When yeah. people are needing, I want this. This is for us. To me, this is Thank an opportunity. Thank you, Lord. Thank this you, is an opportunity for us to put whatever oh, we got I'm glad I was whatever, here tonight. Whatever we Lord. think our agenda. Oh, y'all know me. I'm big yeah. on not having agendas. Whatever Jesus. our personal agendas are, this is our thing. We need to let that go because there yeah. is a help that is needed. So if you have your own agenda, and I'm just saying for me too, now this is, this, you know, y'all, I talk to myself too. But we have to understand as a man, this is Amen. what we are here for. We have yes. to go back to our first love. Our first love is to get the is to make sure to seek the loss by any cost. Our any first cost. love is to do our first love is to mm-hmm. be that bridge and be that gap according to the ministry so we can help people and grow. This is yeah. no longer we all seek we mm-hmm. have to be the hands and the feet of this church. We have to be the heart of this church. And if we don't think people are missing because they need it, so that's my that's my three cents and a quarter. Mm-hmm. So let us be blessed. So as we close, and I'm going to close this down because I want us to stay in this vein. And actually, you know, um, since I think you have my WhatsApp app, my WhatsApp number, so you know you can call me. Okay. <laughs> Right, I appreciate it. And just everybody, let's just take this as a let's let's take this as our our um our I guess our protocol, our our call to action is to think of opportunities this week that we can help the body of Christ, whether big, small or otherwise. Amen. Or even if it's opportunities in our lives. Let's open that door that we have never opened to God before and let this be an opportunity for him to work in our lives. Let's remove Amen. that stress and that trouble. We're not supposed to be in love about it no more, y'all. We might as well mm-hmm. act like it. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's right. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So let us pray. <coughs> Father God, right now, Jesus. wash me Thank in your son's precious blood. Forgive me of my sins, please, thoughts, and actions. Anything that's not of you, I do honestly repent. And I receive your forgiveness in no other name but your son's name of Jesus. 
right now. I lift up Sister Celeste and her family up to you, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Father God, we thank you that we're gonna. I'm gonna prophesy tonight. Yes. I declare and decree that she will be. She her soul shall be healed, and it was prosper. Her she will prosper as her soul prospers. Father God, I declare and decree healing upon her house. Not only for her, that you that healing, healing is upon her and her household, Father God. Father God, I declare mm-hmm. and decree that you will give her the you will have sent out ministering angels to her, Father God, to minister to her, Father God. I allow, Father God, I thank you for sending out the Holy Spirit to search out those issues and the wounds, and that her wounds shall be healed. Right now, Father God, I plead the blood of Jesus over every soul wound that she has in her life, Father yes, God. Yes, Lord. And, Father yes. God, as I plead the blood, plead the blood, amen, Father God, amen. I ask you right now to allow your sons do them this power. We ask them because everything, we, we right now, we stand in the gap for her. Yes, everything that she is trying to work out her own everything, forgiveness God. right now, mm. Father God, we put it on the cross because we know yes, we Lord. come together as elders. And we pray over her, and she shall be healed. So we're coming to you right now in that compassion, intercessors, Father God. So, Father God, we take every sin that she's, that every sin and put it on the cross, and that if you remove it from her and don't have and remove it from her right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. We speak wholeness, Father God. We speak every soul. We command every soul wound to be healed now, right now, in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, I ask you to allow your son, Dunamis, power from the cross to, to, to go forth and heal every single soul wound that she has and every, every soul wound, known and unknown, Father God. Allow the Holy Spirit to search out those areas, Father God. And right now, in the name of Jesus, mm, I declare, I de- decree and declare wholeness in her household, wholeness in her health, Father God. I declare and decree that every, mm, I break every curse that is causing her lungs not yes. to fill up to capacity right now yes, in Lord. the name of Jesus. Father yes, God, Lord. she had pneumonia. I, in the name of Jesus, I command the spirit of trauma. Stress and trauma to come off her lungs now in the name of Jesus. I command every fluid that has filled in her in the alveoli sacs and have not drained out. I command Mm. the fluid to drain out and go back to normal as it's supposed to be in the human body. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I come Mm -hmm. against everything that is fluid that is holding in her body, Father God. I command her blood pressure to go back to normal, Father God, as the the fluid goes off, Father God. Father God, every stress off her heart right now, we commit... We remove it from her heart. She no longer takes it to heart, Father God, because we have pulled off every. Father God, I ask you to pull every single root of bitterness, strife, mm-hmm. abandonment, rejection, Father God. Father God, I come against that. We take the. I want you to take your divine hand and pull every single root out now in the name of Jesus. And right now, and right now, I speak a new heart. A stronger heart. Her heart was not long stretched, Father God. I speak her lungs to be healed and new new lungs right now. In the name of Jesus, she'll be able to take a breath and her body. And Father God, I ask you to wipe wipe her cellular memory clean of every traumatic event since the day she was born, Father God. I come. Mm, Renew, we curse restored. that trauma at the Hallelujah. root. We curse Thank the trauma Jesus. at its root and command it to leave and go back to the pit of hell in the name of Thank Jesus. And we speak Jesus. life Thank into her lungs. 
We speak breath. Father God, breathe into her lungs right now the breath. Your breath right Amen. now Lord, in the God. name of Jesus. Father God, give her strength every day that she's going through home therapy and PT and OT and SP. Father God, give her strength because she sounded way much better. I know you've been in there because when she first, I know yes, she's Lord. doing way better, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Father we God, know give her the strength because we're yes. not looking for the strength of strong man, Father God. Father Jesus, we release King Jesus over every strong man in her life, Jesus. Do what you got to do. Change the life. Clean them out. Sweep them clean and let the Holy Spirit fill every single place of every strong man. Oh, God, cover under the blood. Thank you, Lord. Wrap her up in the blood. I see the light over you. No less of the enemy. Don't let the enemy remind you of anything in your past, because you got a new day. Amen. Don't let him remind me. Say, don't let that be a distraction. Let God put everything in perspective. See the things. Amen. And sometimes, even when it gets rough, see it through the eyes of God and through the eyes of Jesus, because we, because, because God has a will and your plan. You know, you are straight up headed. You are a walking testimony. Amen. Let. And I just pray this prayer. And, Father God, I just thank you tonight. I thank, thank you for what's accomplished. I thank you for the healing. I thank you for what you're about to be done. And as we go forth, Father God, I speak your blessing, as you said, in Numbers 6, chapter 24 through 26, verse. May the Lord bless and keep thee. May the Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May the Lord lift his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. You know what, y'all? Sleep with God's angels and have an awesome night. Have a blessed night. Thank you. Have a blessed night. Have a blessed night. Have a blessed night. Have a blessed night. Love you, too. Night, night, sister. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. God bless. Good night. God bless you guys. Love you. God bless you. Love you guys. You guys.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.